Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 36th episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I am a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is Manifesting New Home, Part 4, Self-Regulate. First, I want to share my 2020 life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be loving, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, make a difference, and be of service to others. My revised ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality, through our awakening, awareness, and action in transforming our beliefs into cooperation with each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the earth from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. In previous episodes, we discussed the dawning of the new age, the Aquarian age, and the transformed world it brings with it, starting this year, 2020. Podcasts presume the world as we have known it is gradually fading away with more of the newly transformed love-based world unfolding before us every day. Living in this transformed world may require some major shifts and changes in our beliefs, attitudes, actions, and reactions. Each podcast will address one such shift or change and how we can all complete our transformation aligned with the new age. Previous weeks, we discussed finding new home within us. The term new home refers to all of our dreams, all 7.5 billion of us interconnected energy beings currently exploring this physical playground called Earth. Our dreams may have some common threads, such as peace on Earth. Our dreams may have some unique threads, such as an underground commuting system called the CAP for the capillary system of the human body suit upon which it was designed. Some parts of our dreams may not be feasible everywhere, such as the cap, which may not be suitable for some areas on Earth for any number of valid reasons. We learned that we use truth as our first major step toward physically manifesting new home from within us by always telling our truth. We learned that accountability is our second major step toward physically manifesting new home by always doing what we say. 
Last week, we learned that doing what works is our third major step toward physically manifesting new home by doing what actually works, not what we have always been doing. This week, Manifesting New Home, Part 4, Self-Regulate. In this podcast, I will, one, explain that we use self-regulate as our next major step toward physically manifesting new home from within us by always doing, saying, acting, and behaving as one as source. And two, provide tools and activities to incorporate this information into our lives. The name, the term self-regulate comes from Neil Donald Walsh's book, Awaken the Species. It's actually number five of 16 behaviors of highly evolved beings. Highly evolved beings self-regulate. Come here to this physical form, to this place called Earth at this particular and critical time in history to participate in the evolution of our species. Evolution involves change, growth, and replacing the old with the new. Part of that change involves self-regulation. What do we mean by self-regulating? It means to modify our actions with respect to others around us. A common example is your right to extend your arm out stops before the nose of the person next to you. Most of us already self-regulate our thoughts, beliefs, and actions. We honestly pay our taxes. We control our anger. We believe in live and let live. And we don't hurt each other or animals and so forth. We We all were born filled with love, joy, and positive self attributes. What if we never had to bury them? What if we're taught that to love ourselves is not selfish? What if we realize that we are all connected as one as source? What if we understood the true golden rule? Do unto others as you do unto yourself. Actually means what it says. That what you do to others you do to yourself. What if we no longer lived in fear? What if we recognize this reality as the love-based world it truly is? What if everyone on earth became enlightened? Well, we would not have wars because we would see we are all equal and unique. We would not need prisons or jails because we realize we are one as source, we are source. Violence at every level would disappear from the planet. Does this sound a little too far-fetched or too wishful thinking? Maybe a little too Pollyanna? Well, consider this from the corrections.com website. Between 75 and 93% of youth entering the juvenile justice system annually in the U.S. are estimated to have experienced some degree of childhood abuse or trauma. That's between 75 and 93 percent 
of juvenile justice system. The people, the youth, the children going into the juvenile justice system have been abused or experienced some kind of childhood drama. If they did not have that abuse or that childhood trauma, they would still have the joy, love, and positive self-attributes with which they were born. There is self-report data from the Department of Justice that 55% of offenders claim mental health issues. And many of those mental health issues come from child abuse and trauma because it totally affects the brain and it affects the worldview of the children. Most of the criminal offenders interviewed were neglected or abused as children. Most of the female offenders interviewed were sexually abused or terribly mistreated with horrific consequences for themselves and their children. From professionals working with domestic violence offenders, many people, mostly men, harming their significant others, convinced that they did nothing wrong. And that same observation that the perpetrator is convinced that they did nothing wrong applied to child abuse as well. And there are some people so damaged by their own upbringing or substance abuse that neglect of their children and or homelessness were common. In this new love-based world, parents no longer abuse their children. So the children grow up with their love, joy, and positive self-attributes with which they were born intact. Many wars are fought due to religious teachings that anyone who doesn't believe like you do must be destroyed. Some religions even say that if you do not kill the non-believers, you will get eternal hell. Some wars are about property, land, or resources because we believed we lived in a world of lack and we must conquer others to get what we need. In a love-based world, we recognize that we need nothing. Everything we need is within us. We also understand that Darwin's survival of the fittest is not truth and does not apply to us because we are all one as source, as are the animals, plants, rocks, trees, and earth herself. Some wars are political, which is a remnant of a dying power play that no longer serves us. When fear and domination are replaced with love, we no longer need strong leaders because we are all equal and unique. We have our inner guidance, our very existence as source to guide us. We are all one as source, so we cooperate with each other for the benefit of all. Some wars, conflicts, and atrocities are committed by those who have developed an ingrained prejudice against another person or group of people 
resulting in a judgment that the person or group is evil or bad and must be annihilated. Seeing us all as equal and unique, plus the elimination of passing prejudices from generation to generation, will result in more cooperation and sharing among all of us. Another major concept to remember is that there is no right and there is no wrong. There are only things we prefer and things we don't prefer. We can choose not to prefer to interact with someone with whom we do not resonate while also loving them as being one as source within us, with us. As we all remember, we are source in a bodysuit, just playing in physicality. We no longer need anything. We have whatever we need. We exercise our free will to choose differently. We choose love, not fear. We choose joy, not suffering. Many, if not most, mental health issues will no longer exist when children are treated as equal to everyone else. When children retain their birthright of love, joy, and positive self-attributes, the negative patterns and beliefs, which often are the source of mental illness, never enter their mind. Other mental illness that appears to be inherent at birth is recognized as no longer needing to be experienced when fear is replaced with love as a basis for this reality. Yes, birth defects may still occur, but there is support from all because that person is a part of us all. Vast improvements in mental and medical health, as well as internal healing from source within us, diminishes the pain, impact, and occurrence of such conditions. Okay, let's get back to self-regulate. Many of us already self-regulate. Others are learning, actually relearning, how to do so. We have actually already explored some of the most important parts of self-regulation. Tell the truth always. Do what you say you are going to do. And do what works. Often, Merely the recognition of ourselves as one as source is sufficient to remove the belief in isolation, an us-versus-them mentality, a feeling of lack, jealousy, greed, and anger. Being one as source means that everyone is equal, unique, and worthy of love, and all are connected within source. I've taken a Neil Donald Walsh quote and slightly modified it. We are all one, each expressing our uniqueness. Ours is not a better way, nor the only way. Ours is merely another way. There is no right or wrong. We each have our way. There is no one way. Ours is merely another way. As more people self-regulate, the need for prisons and jails diminishes. 
the need for strict laws and punishments are reduced. Respect for each other naturally flows from our own self-respect, which we were born with and retained because we never lost it. All of our energy can now be directed towards our joy, our play on playground earth, and fulfilling our dreams in a cause and effect environment becomes a true heaven. Our story is changing. We are transforming internally and we are manifesting the evolution of humanity. It all starts within you. And now a question that I ask every time. What if you were the only one who had to change for your world to change? What if you were the only one who had to change for your world to change? Actually, that's true. You are. What would you do differently? How would you act and react to situations differently? How would you feel inside? How would you, what would you teach others? Would you be able to self-regulate your actions and reactions by seeing all others as connected with you as one as source? And that would make all the difference. Let's look at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. One, be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two, you always have options and choices. Three, new home exists within you. Be open to experiencing it physically. Four, Rather than living a dream of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. Five, we are all one as source. We are all pure energy wearing a bodysuit for our adventure in physicality on playground earth. Six, one of the major changes we can make to manifest new home is to always tell the truth, our truth, to be our authentic selves at all times. Seven, a second major change we can make to manifest new home is to do what we say we will do, to be accountable to ourselves first and then be accountable to others. Eight, a third major change we can make to manifest new home is to do what works, even if we have to change what we've been doing all our life that really isn't working. Nine, a fourth major change we can make to manifest new home is to self-regulate, to see all others as equal and unique, which has profound effects on all us, all others, but mostly ourselves. Ten, by changing within, we become the change in the world. 
And 11, we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring right now. Some activities. One, stop, go within, and notice the changes happening throughout the world. Some are subtle, other are, others are dramatic. Welcome the change into your heart and all through your bodysuit. Two, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as pure energy beings having a physical experience. Imagine working together with others for the well-being of all, including the earth. All cases, in all situations, to all people, at all times. You'll eventually find that it's a lot easier than telling lies to people and having to keep track of them. You may even get to like telling the truth. Four, practice listening to what you say and do what you say. Don't say, I have abundance, but believe in lack. Five, practice doing what works. Have the courage to tell yourself and others that what we have been doing doesn't work and find an alternative that actually does work. Six, dysregulating your own behavior, thoughts, actions, and reactions by understanding that you are one as source and so is everyone else. Seven, think about what changes new home provides. What do you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How does the world appear now that everything and everyone is viewed from love instead of fear? Eight, Notice the myriad of options you face each day. Become aware of when you choose by default by allowing someone else to choose for you. Notice when you believe you only have two choices. And notice when you create a third choice, a middle way. Summary. We are all awakening from the dream that we are victims of this world. We created this world from love and joy. We are returning this world to love and joy now that we remember we are all one as source. Two, rather than living a dream of isolation and fear, we are now living a dream of our own creation with the earth transforming into a new home for all as we form a global network of communities for the benefit of all. Three, to change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy wearing a bodysuit. Four, new home exists within each of us. Be open to experiencing it physically it may be totally different than anything you have ever experienced previously. Five, practice telling the truth in all cases, in all situations, to all people at all times. The change in your world emanates from the change within you. As you start telling the truth, you'll notice other people are telling the truth back to you.
Six, practice listening to what you say and do what you say. Don't say, I will focus on one task today, but end up being distracted by cat videos on Facebook. Doing what works. Have the courage to tell yourself and others and find an alternative that does work. Eight, practice regulating your own behavior, thoughts, actions, and reactions by understanding that you are one as source and so is everyone else. Nine, the global shift to peace on earth is occurring. We have chosen to take part in the transformation. And 10, we already have within us everything we need to be happy and to live a life of joy. You are welcome to visit my website at www.jocalk.com. That's www.jo-calk.com, C-O-M. Under the podcaster menu item, click on the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey link. I have added a bibliography of books that have inspired me and that resonate with my beliefs. I have also added new pages containing the text of the previous podcast and will add the text of this podcast for you to review as you wish. In addition, Blog Talk Radio has recorded, saved, and makes available to all the episodes of this Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast series, so you can replay an episode whenever you choose. Please visit www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash living a dream. That's www.blogtalkradio.com, C-O-M, forward slash L-I-V-I-N-G-A-D-R-E-A-M to see the list of episodes and listen to those that have been recorded or listen to a new podcast as it is being broadcast. All episodes of this podcast series are also available on iTunes and Stitcher under the title Living a Dream. If you have a question or comment, please contact me at joe at joecalk.com. That's J-O at J-O hyphen C-A-L-K dot C-O-M. I look forward to hearing from you. The next podcast is Manifesting New Home Part 5. You'll be introduced to an additional method to bring the concept of the earth as a global network of communities to full manifestation. I hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific U.S. time, 7 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. Until then, this is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all of us dreamers on our transformational journey. Good night.